Welcome to Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan, a podcast about the art and hobby of miniature painting. Thank you for joining us on our journey to continue to be better, braver, and happier painters. This is mini episode number one. In between main episodes, we want to keep the content flowing, so we will be publishing reviews of various products related to the art and hobby of miniature painting. Before we get going, let's establish some ground rules for reviews. First, transparency. We will let you know if a review we do is solicited or unsolicited. As of this recording, all of our reviews are unsolicited, meaning that we have purchased the product with our own money, have it in our possession, and have decided to review it. If this ever changes, we will let you know. Second, Dan and I will try to be as objective as humanly possible. All people have biases, we'll try to keep ours in check. Third, please keep in mind that these reviews are the opinion of the reviewer and solely the reviewer. Remember, what might work for us might not work for you. It's ultimately up to you to decide where you spend your hobby money. We'll be posting pictures on our Instagram and Facebook accounts, both are listening to paint dry, to support the reviews. If you're driving while listening, though, please wait until you can safely view the pictures. This is your not safe for work warning. The model being reviewed today has an exposed breast, so you may not want to view the pictures at work or in front of company that might be offended. So without further ado, today I will be reviewing La Esclave Blanche, translated The White Slave by Gala Miniatures. The model is a 3D render of a painting by French Orientalist Jean-Jules Antoine Lacomte de Noy, painted in 1888. De Noy lived from 1842 to 1923. The artistic style of Orientalism is defined by arthistory.net as the 19th century style that depicted exotic scenes from the East through the lens of predominantly English and French artist eyes. The piece is sculpted by David Whitaker. It is cast in light gray resin. It stands about one and a half inches tall. It's considered to be 80 millimeters. The figure is sitting with their left knee raised with their left arm laying over it holding a cigarette. The right arm and the hand are straight down as she is using those for support. There's a cloth draped around her waist and it flows around the floor. The right side of her body is mostly nude and this is where the NSFW comes from. Her back is fully exposed and she is sitting on the cloth that is draped around her and it hangs just below, for lack of a better phrase, butt crack. Her right leg is completely covered by the cloth but it's sculpted so that you can tell it's bent with their left foot hanging over it. Let's talk about what comes in the box. It comes in a black jewelry box that is about three and a half inches tall, three and a half inches wide, and an inch and a half deep. The cover has a 3D model in the place of the painting where the normal figure would be, which is a really nice touch. It's kind of cool to see how the artist uh, kind of rendered it and the look of it. So it's kind of a neat. The model sits on top of a black felt jewelry holder. On a little side note, the fuzz from the felt kind of collected on the model. Um, I was not the only one who brought this to Gollum's attention, and for future Kickstarter campaigns, they actually put pieces inside a bag so this did not happen. I appreciate when a company listens to their customers and takes corrective action, so it's kind of neat that they heard what people were saying, and they made future decisions based on that, which is kind of cool. Although this is not that big of a deal for me, because most resin I'm going to wash with soap and water and hit with uh, some isopropyl alcohol to make sure all of the mold release agents are off of it. The main model is 99% one piece. When you lift the black jewelry holder, you will see a small resin sprue that has two each of a hairpin and a cigarette. These are very, very small and delicate pieces. And when I mean small and delicate, uh, we're talking millimeters in size. I would certainly classify this as a display level model, don't, but you don't have to just limit yourself to that. You could be creative and certainly use this in an RPG or even a piece of scenery for a tabletop. For example, you could probably paint it as a statue. 
that would kind of be cool for an amazing centerpiece, etc. Um, so it's a nice, it's a nice setup that way. But if you want to go for a display piece, this is definitely a great way to go too. But now let's talk about the pros and cons of this model. First, we'll start out with the pros. It's a beautifully sculpted piece, and it is a near-perfect rendition of the central figure of the painting. If you're looking to really push yourself on skin tones or placements of lights and shadows on figures, this would be an exceptional model to practice on. The figure is on the realistic side rather than fantasy side, so she's curvy but not out of proportion. So it's kind of nice to not deal with, uh, even though there's nudity in it, it's not it's certainly not a sexual piece. So it's kind of more focused on the concept of the skin tones, etc. So it's really kind of neat to have. An added bonus is also that you don't have to add the hairpin or the cigarette. There's no port for either of those, so you can get away without putting them in. I will probably leave them out because I am a klutz and I have a tendency to break delicate pieces. And so for me, it would just be asking for disaster. You might be more skilled of a modeler, but feel that it would be a challenge. Because I would probably try to dry brush a little and they'd be flicked off and you'd never see it again. So let's talk about some of the cons. The main con can actually be seen as both a blessing and a curse. There's only really one mold line and one piece of extra flash, which is wonderful for someone like me who is absolutely detests mold lines and I'm a very mediocre modeler. Unfortunately, that one mold line runs from the top of her head all the way to her backside, which means there is a mold line between some strands of hair, and it's a very long one too. Let me say this. Mold lines, connection points, and flash, those are all parts of the hobby. No matter what model you buy from any given company, you're going to get mold lines. You could even buy two identical models and get differences in mold lines, differences in severity, and also the amount of the mold lines. And so it's kind of part and parcel for us as modelers. The mold lines, though, should be relatively easy to remove. Just remember to go slow, and if need be, use something like a wet, dry sandpaper to help limit any of the unintended damage. You have to be careful because you this runs through kind of a bunch of different muscle textures. And so if you just kind of hack at the mold line, you'll create something else that's visually disturbing, like a flat line where the mold line was. In summary, this is a beautiful display level piece with some minor modeling required. As far as the painting level goes, the sky is your limit. Whatever your imagination, whatever your level, you could handle this model, and I think you would have a great time painting it. Additionally, the details are super crisp, and the, there is plenty of room to explore freehand and other artistic ideas and techniques. You can kind of go wherever you want to with it. Because the figure is a freestanding figure, you'll be able to paint her in any type of scenario that you wanted to or a lighting situation. I feel like this miniature is somewhat of a painter's dream. There is lots of exposed skin and cloth, so you can play with textures, etc. all throughout the model. If you're accustomed to painting smaller scales or are intrigued by larger figures, this would be a great start. So if you have the opportunity, we have the links on the show notes. You can go to Gollum Miniatures and uh, see what they have to offer. They have a few more muses on there, and we have another one that we'll review down the road. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this review was helpful. I'll be posting pictures of the model and the box and all the stuff that it came with on our Facebook page and on our Instagram account, which is Listening to Paint Dry. Please drop us a line if there's specific content you want to hear or have questions, comments, or concerns. We're very open to constructive criticism, and we do want to hear from you. Our email address is listeningtopainttry at gmail.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, or TuneIn. If you would kindly take a moment and give us a good rating, we would greatly appreciate it. 
Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan is a production of LTPDWMD. All rights reserved. No part of this podcast may be used without the express written consent of the host. The music is Death by a Thousand Questions by Springtide, downloaded from the free music archives of the non-commercial share-alike agreement. We'll be back next week with an interview with Uncle Adam from Tabletop Minions. Until then, remember, be better, braver, happier painters. <laughs>